guys, it's the Gunk Cast here, and we today are going to be talking around the subject of beauty ideals. So when I say beauty ideals, guys, what do you what do you guys think of? I mean, initially, I think of the beauty ideals that we see on Instagram, because there's like a very much there's a filtered ideal on Instagram that's very much all over our feed and social media, and I think it's it can be quite a negative thing, but also it's changing in quite a positive way. So I think, um, you know, it, it can be better. But yeah, that's what I think of anyway. Yeah, I think with Instagram, especially, I, I spoke to, I think me and Grace talk about this a lot. Um, those Instagram story filters. Oh, oh they are so... They are so... Like, I feel like sometimes they kind of make you feel, I don't know, insecure. Yeah. 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 I was, they kind of like obviously they make your lips bigger they make your, your cheeks mm-hmm. more defined your nose smaller mm-hmm. so it's kind of instilling in your mind okay i need this to look nice and it's bad because you got to think that young girls there's young girls from probably 15 probably younger who are using these filters and growing up thinking i've got to look like this or i need to look like this to feel pretty which is quite important to think about when we think about beauty ideals is Number one, where do these ideals come from? Number two, why are we as society so obsessed with them? So yeah, it's good for us to talk about potentially the effects it has on younger women, but what are we as people doing as well to encourage those beauty ideals? I think when, if someone brings up beauty ideals for me personally, number one, I think of that's something that, okay, you potentially people would like to, you know, that's like the ideal definition of beauty, but I think ideal and definition is very different things so for someone's definition of beauty might be a beauty ideal personally i believe in the deconstruction of beauty ideals completely i think your beauty Mm -hmm. ideal should be based on your own definition of beauty and not what is societally defined as beauty as well and i think again as i mentioned i think it's really important for us to also have a consideration not just as makeup artists as creatives and designers what we can be doing to deconstruct these really, really harsh beauty ideals. Because let's be honest, all of us at some point or the other have been victim of them, haven't we? Yeah, of course. 100%, yeah. I still am, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with uh, Sony. Like, uh, beauty is definitely in the eye of the beholder because we all have, you know, different tastes of what we like in terms of, like, what we see in each other. And I just think beauty is very much an opinionated-based thing. And as we see on Instagram, there's all like that one sort of like that fatty Instagram model that we always see. And um, I just think like, you know, it's, it's time to like deconstruct that and like maybe like step away from that, which is happening. Um, there is more of a variety on Instagram now, which is great. But I just think maybe we need to figure out where it's come from. I definitely think throughout time and history, you know, we've always had the ideal of wanting a small waist, uh, big hips, big boobs. Um, you know, there was like the the waist huggers in the Victorian era that would like make your waist like this, like really, really tiny. Um, and that's like been happening throughout time. Um, and we still want that now. Um, and, you know, it used to be that we wanted like pale faces because um, that showed like wealth. And um, but now it's more tanned and like we want more glowy and yeah it's just it's interesting to see how some things stay throughout time and some things change and there's definitely a lot of patterns I think. I think it's so interesting as you mentioned Evie that in history initially having a pale face was considered to be a good thing because it was a sign of wealth and when you were from mm. the upper class you didn't have to go into the sun and do labour but how that's massively reversed in let's say the last 10 years now this 
you know, bronze beauty is now the consideration of wealth. Why? Because it, if you're bronze, it means that you're able to, number one, invest in your image. Number two, the concept of bronze beauty is related to the fact that you have money enough to go and travel on holidays. Yeah. So I think one of the really underlying things that comes under beauty ideals is I think this desire for humans to have wealth and unlimited resources that, again, I think that elite things, you know, things mm. beyond the reach of every human, but it's the life that we all idealistically desire. So I think that is probably one of the things that beauty ideals does come from. Yeah, it's all about money, basically, isn't it? Not only that, well, like, like you guys said about, um, um, like you briefly touched on Instagram and stuff, we're living in a generation where we live on our phones and everything's so much more access and you see a lot more than, say, like 10, 20 years ago. You had like flip up phones, you didn't have Instagram or Snapchat, and you're not seeing as much like the news and stuff. It seems so depressing, but it's just because everyone's got eyes on everything. Like mm. I, I could I can see what's going on in like Thailand if I wanted to. Like I can see what this girl mm. looks like in Thailand, but like so I feel like um body image has become such such a hard thing to grasp because it's so advertised all the time on socials and especially with traveling and stuff it's all it's almost like that one pack that every everyone wants. Yeah, I feel like with lockdown, obviously the gyms are closed. Like, me and Grace, we're quite big gym heads. So, like, all we've been doing is eating. I'm not going to lie. Um, seeing, sometimes seeing these Instagram models, you kind of look at yourself and, you're, and you just compare. Like, it's, yeah. it's just human, like human nature. And I feel like there is a pressure to be bikini body ready mm. um, so that you can look like them. Um, but then again, there's also... there's this one woman, um, obviously you guys know Lizzo. I've always looked up to her because she is ridiculously body body positive and she literally doesn't care. Like she knows that she's beautiful and she embraces it. Yeah. And I feel like that is so inspirational and I honestly look up to her like every day. See? Yeah, definitely. We, we need more of that, I think. Because yeah. there's this other account as well that's like similar to that. I can't remember her name. Um, I think she's definitely a British woman. She's like Emma, Emma something. I can't remember. Um, but like she shows off like how like um, the way you change like positions, like how you sit and like your posture and stuff, how that makes like a huge difference on how you present yourself on Instagram mm -hmm. and like how we, because we tend to compare ourselves to that and how, you know, you filter yourselves and stuff like that. She, um, like, sort of shows the opposite of, like, you know, slouch. Because of that, it's not, like, the conventional Instagram body. And I think it's it's good to bring more awareness about that. Yeah. I think also talking about body positivity generally, my whole entire life I have been plus-sized from when I was younger up until now. And honestly, it has been that hard until now. The reason is, number one, I belong. So I'm Pakistani originally. I was born in Pakistan. In my culture, being skinny, they're obsessed with it. They mm -hmm. are obsessed. Anything above a size 10 is a no-go. My whole entire life, I was told you are never going to find a, a man who would want to ever be with you. You will never be successful. Things like this, I was fed my whole entire life because I was not skinny. And then let's say over the past years, these things have been so widespread accepted. And someone, someone actually, a guy actually asked me not too long ago, he said to me, you're beautiful, do you know that? And Aww. I acted a little bit shocked and, I, and he said to me, why are you acting shocked? And I said, because the only person who honestly ever made me feel beautiful was myself. And that's when I really finally just started to accept myself for being this way. That's the only time I started to feel beautiful, you know? 
And mm-hmm. whereas my whole entire life, I had been told the opposite, that you're never going to be successful, you're never going to do anything, just because I didn't fit into a clothing size less than 10. And it was very, very difficult. And also, it's very difficult from my perspective, because when I did start to accept my body, when I did start to feel beautiful in my own skin, that was considered like a very revolutionary act. People no, no. are like, how could a fat girl consider herself beautiful? Like, it was a very revolutionary thing for people, but... Over the years, honestly, I have become so comfortable in my skin and I rock it. I own it. I love that. I feel like it's so hard to love yourself these days. It's so hard. And I actually see the difference it's made. Number one in, I guess, my confidence levels, but just in, I guess, for my own self, like I'm so in love with myself and I'm not going to let anyone take that away from me just because I'm not less than a size 10 or a size 12. I feel like I don't hear enough of girls talking about that. And I feel like someone like me, I could find it hard sometimes. I have my days where I'm like, ugh, like... I just hate myself. It's it's refreshing to hear someone say, listen, I don't care. I love myself. I am who I am. You know, I think it's important for girls to hear that. And I also think it's important to, you know, we're always told like, oh, if, you know, if you're fat, you shouldn't wear nice clothes. You shouldn't wear nice makeup. Like maybe not recently in the past five years, because now there are so many plus size brands and things like that. But let's say when I was growing up, so when I was 14, 15, 16, there wasn't really anything I was never encouraged to invest in myself to look nice, but I invest in myself and I like that about myself, but also I see that other people notice it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just that I'm so confident in myself. Yeah. And it's almost like I just radiate that confidence and people are attracted to it, if anything. That's and what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. It's nice to hear because you talking about being confident in yourself makes me feel like, like maybe I should feel confident about yeah. myself. It makes me feel like, yeah. am I always judging myself? It's so true. Why am I always judging mm. myself? looking in the mirror and thinking like you're this and that when do you know what I mean even what you're saying about like these brands like obviously I don't know I don't know how what your experience has been but working in retail I've always seen that the curve section has never had well until recently it's never had the same clothes as the section for smaller sizes so that's why I feel like it's literally it's amazing that stores like Fashion Nova, PLT, they brought out like shapewear, curve, and mm-hmm. it's literally the exact same clothes for curvier women as for smaller women. And I feel like that's so important because why why is it why was that ever a thing? Yeah. That you couldn't wear the exact like underwear, isn't it? Yeah, this top mm. says babe. The top says babe, yeah. Why can't a woman that's curvier wear it? Like it's literally a t shirt that says babe. Exactly. I think there were there were a lot of barriers, like, I guess, initially put up between these things. You know, there was always even if you look at like in history, like plus size fashion up until, let's say, five years ago, it was very different. You're completely right, um, Kaylee, that, you know, there was always this barrier kept. But now things are obviously expanding. And it's true. Why can't we both wear the same thing? I'm both equally killer. But also we'll kill it while adding our own individual style. Of course, we can do that. To see that that barrier is finally coming down. And again, with things like the body positivity movement and again icons like Lizzo like, I love Lizzo literally she's so hot and she knows that and yeah. honestly, I look up to that and what just because she's above a size 10 again she's killing it and she owns it and she's just embracing her uniqueness and I also think there's a stigma with people saying that you know plus size people are not healthy and stuff that's not necessarily true no yeah. that's also not necessarily true because again I've been plus size but it's just something I was always curvy my whole entire life from when I was a baby up until now it's just the way I've always been that doesn't make me less any any less healthier than you others 
yeah even yeah, it's like that um instant assumption isn't it that because someone might be like you know a slightly bigger size that they, they consider that as not being healthy when it's actually you know you've got to take into account like you know bigger bone structure or like just family genes and stuff like that it's just people making instant assumptions about stuff like that that they shouldn't be and I think it's not needed but there you go yeah yeah even on TikTok like there's this guy I don't know if you guys watch him his name's Lawrence and he films his dinner every day oh yeah a, I, I, a bigger guy but yeah he eats better than me like he eats so healthily it's kind of refreshing to watch his weight loss journey because mm. he loves him you can tell he loves himself so much but he kind of just wants to feel more confident and yeah. obviously there are people in the comments that give him hate but there are so many people that support him sometimes even see the same Bye, usernames like they're coming back to support him mm. like every day and I feel like that's so lovely on an apps like TikTok that everyone uses I don't know about you guys I use it so many times a day like I literally waste my life on that app <laughs> somewhere like TikTok a platform like that where everyone can see it, I feel like it's amazing but there are like there's certainly a negative side to TikTok where people like to pigeon pigeonhole certain sizes and they like to criticize them and it's you know it's just not their place really I think and um it is great that with that guy that you just mentioned that um people are being supportive of him and like encouraging him and you know it's great that like times are changing and that people are actually being a bit more aware and a lot less ignorant and I think what forget as well is so for example my mum works with a lady at work and she is tiny she's always been tiny and my mum turned around to me and she was like you're so skinny like how I love it and she was like I don't she was like I don't she was like if you, if you go around to someone who's bigger and say like wow you're so you're so big yeah like, take mm. it. she was like I don't enjoy being skinny I just can't put weight on and I feel like people idolize it but you know when 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 you get to a certain it's not all sizes that are confident just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're comfortable in your own skin I mean I used to get that comment a lot when I was at school because I was I was particularly skinny at school and so I had like a couple of the older girls laughing at me because I was I was so thin yeah I didn't feel great about it but then come a couple of years I, I actually started like gaining a bit more weight and I'm a bit more normal size now I guess normal size I guess you could say but yeah like either end of the spectrum I think if you just don't feel good about it you don't feel good about it and it doesn't matter what weight you are whether you know um as you say like people saying oh you're you're so skinny like it's it's not a nice thing to like bring up to people and like shove it in their face yeah it's just about being a bit more aware about how you speak to people with with these sorts of things yeah i feel like it's it's so sad that these like what you said what you feel was normal mm. felt was normal like then you started to feel more comfortable but I feel like it shouldn't be like that from a young age we see something like I don't know I think I think as the Kardashians to be honest that they like influence 100%. young girls yeah that we see something like that and we're like okay when I get to that I'll be normal we think like that now though yeah yeah we, we go to the gym and we we idolize these women on Instagram and think when we have this body we'll be happy we'll be we'll be it's, it's the normal it's like, we, yeah. it's the normal normal you don't feel normal now no. Every, everyone is normal like you're yourself yeah. what Zoni said you should love yourself you should be happy in your own skin but we're not and that's the issue I think happy, being happy in your own skin being comfortable in your own skin is a massive journey it doesn't come overnight so oh. examples mm -hmm. as well my sister was very very thin growing up even though she used to eat like double what I used to and I was never thin growing up so that was a really interesting that was like sort of a really interesting combination but she was always 
massively, massively insecure. Whereas I was also always very confident, regardless of the skin I was in. And again, that was obviously very shocking to people. But I think definitely, I think, you know, these Kardashians have made these unrealistic beauty ideas. Let's be honest, yeah. It's not even realistic because these things, the way they look, they yeah, have sure. so many enhancements. <laughs> exactly. So many, so many different things. I it's, it's crazy to be honest. For me, it's crazy. Like, but I mean, like it is. It is their body. Like, if they want to do stuff to it, like you know, it's it's their body. It's, it's oh, yeah, fair enough. But it's like yeah. it's uh, it's kind of glamorizing. Just feeling the need to get plastic surgery to look a certain way and. That's what's created the the beauty ideals of Instagram that we associate with the whole baddie Instagram thing. And um, it is a negative output on on beauty ideals. I also think that everything in the market nowadays is commercialized in a way for us to feel negative about ourselves. So let me give you an example. If if you want to buy something, it's because you want to make yourself look better and in some way right no one says to you why don't you do this to enhance whatever you look like everyone's like put this on to look better put this on to smell better put this on because you'll appear better but i think that's something that we as makeup artists as creators number one really need to start challenging mm -hmm. like, why is it this way what can we do about it what can we can raise our voices we can start creating content which will challenge these things and number two i think as individuals as women in society especially we need to start challenging these Thing, these things more openly so let me give you an example now if someone some a lot of random people decide to comment on my weight I'll be very honest with you a lot of men from a woman's perspective make comments on my weight now in my life I have turned around and said to everyone I do not appreciate you making any any comments about my physical image and I think that's okay and I don't think that's out of line for me to say and I think as individuals we need to empower ourselves but also help empower each other so that we're able to say those things and respectfully withdraw from a situation where we would be made to feel uncomfortable and it's not wrong for us to turn around and say that but that's something we need to work on individually but it's also something that we need to work on together so we're able to as individuals you know like we're able to come together and give ourselves that motivation to be able to do that yeah I feel like also um there's this film um I feel pretty I don't know if you guys have seen it it's Amy, I can't remember her the actress's she's name. Comedy she's a comedy she? actress. She's amazing. Yeah. She oh, is she that Australian one? No, no, no. no. Oh right. Basically, she dreams of being like these supermodels. Like she dreams of being skinny. She dreams of like she basically has really low self esteem in the beginning of the film. And then she watches that um that film Big Tom Hanks I think it is. Yeah, in the film, she watches that film. And then she goes and, like, throws a, a coin in the wishing well. Like, I wish I was skinny or I wish I was beautiful. Yeah. And then she goes to, like, her spinning class and then she um, like, falls off the bike and bangs her head. Oh, I've seen this. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Picks up, she looks in the mirror and she's saying to people, like, oh, look how beautiful I am. Look how skinny I am. She looks the exact same. Yeah. Like, she hasn't mm. changed. But in her eyes, mm. she thinks she she's like, look how skinny I am. And for the whole movie she carries herself like she's skinny she carries her herself that she is beautiful and people around her start treating her like she is even though she looks the exact same way that she looked before yeah. and i find that so interesting and then obviously at the end of the film she realizes that she was never looking any different i literally love that film i love it so much yeah, yeah i think it's like the concept of like faking it till you make it basically because like yes. you feel you like try to feel confident in yourself and then you do and then other people see it and then they like they sort of react with how you feel about yourself and it's like a, a domino effect just like a bouncing yeah. off type effect and 
I think that's um, kind of the best way to deal with it. That film is like a good example of it. Let's be real. When we when we all get glammed up to go out on a night out and you're feeling good, confidence goes up. Best feeling good. Up and more cocky and bouncy. You know, I find myself a bit more funny when I'm feeling. When I've had a few, I'm like jokes are all off the roof. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just because you're feeling so you because you feel good, but you look the same. You've just glammed yourself up. You just made yourself look nice, you know, and you feel. If, if we were to feel that every day, you know, it would change everything. Yeah. And it's, almost, it's quite scary when you think about it of how many people aren't happy with themselves. Like, it is an abnormal amount of people nowadays. Yeah. It's not nice to think, is it? No. I think we all have moments of doubt. And again, we all have these moments of doubt just because we live in a society where we're fed these things on such a daily basis. But... I think it's coming off sort of from what you're saying, Amy, why can't we feel like that every day? What small things can we do as people for ourselves to make us feel that good every day? Like, there are th- personally, I love to put lashes on. I'm obsessed with lashes. I like to put lashes on every single day of my life because it makes me feel that killer. So I think that's one thing that we can all think about ourselves and for our audience to think about as well. What is that one small thing or a small thing that you can do every day to make yourself feel that good? And yeah. you know what? That's just a starting point in itself. It can be just as like brushing your hair or yeah. curling your hair, putting your favourite moisturiser Literally on. any type of self care. Any type yeah. of care. I mean, for me, it's like skincare and like stuff yeah, like that. Like proper like yeah. self care and like pampering and like, you know, having a nice bath, you know, at the weekend and doing all the face masks and stuff like that. That makes me feel like a million times better. Yeah. You like that, let's say, let me give you an example. When you listen to certain types of music, do you not feel so sexy? Do you not feel yeah. so bad? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, we, if we're being told these ideals every single day in such a subliminal way, then we can also reject those ideals in the smallest of ways as well. Mm. I think we can just do the smallest of things, like just listening to a song which makes us feel so badass. It's just doing the tiniest thing to, I guess, break those ideals. And it's that very small internal revolution, which is eventually going to start to challenge things more and more. We just need to, I guess, encourage people and make people aware, especially people who are listening to us today. Like, we would love for you to do these things, to feel yourself, to own yourself, those kind of things. I think that'd be a good practice as well, to, like, figure out what makes you feel good and then making sure you're hitting all those boxes before you go and do something that day just so you know that you're going to feel badass you're going to feel good you're going to do good you know you're going to do that bit of coursework that you've not touched all that <laughs> so I do think as well like when you feel good about yourself you are more productive in life as well like it's a positive upward spiral I see it as like the more you feel good about yourself the more you want to do things the more you want to go out to the shops or like yeah. you know finish that coursework and you just want to get stuff done and then all things seem to like come into place like there's this whole thing with like manifesting and like uh, believing in like yourself and like you know manifesting what you want in life and I think that all comes down to like feeling good about yourself and like gaining the confidence like slowly but surely and like just manifesting what you want in life. Someone listening today and you are having the worst day and you're just feeling awful please just remember the only way is up and if you know something's gonna make you feel good do it because who, who's going to stop you? Like, the only person who's going to help you is you. So Get that takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> Even, like, doing your makeup. I, I was saying the other day to, I think it was our friends at the photo shoot, yeah. and, like, I came all glamorous. And I was like, when I'm glamorous, when I feel good and I do my makeup my hair and I put on a blazer, didn't I? Yeah. And I was looking extra, but I was like, it motivates me to get, to get the day done, you know? I can mm-hmm. go to feeling good, I'll 
doing my coursework and it helps doesn't it yeah it really does it does because then you can you can go home and you can or it's like in the morning you can do your makeup and think right I've done my makeup now so I can't get back into bed today I'm gonna get stuff done and also you have the biggest smile on your face which is saying that which means that you're thinking about you feeling so good it makes me so happy today you're thinking about you making yourself feel so good yeah I love it I also think when we feel good about ourselves, like me personally, I like to compliment people a lot. If I see anyone, even if it's on the street, I'll stop them. Like, you have a nice skirt or things. And I think when you feel good about yourself, it's very natural for you to compliment someone else. But yeah, a lot of people, when you compliment them, find it weird. Yeah, they, they do. They do. Again, they find it really weird because a lot of us are insecure about ourselves or a lot of us, because we're constantly recorded on Instagram or things, it's almost like an unspoken competition that like, I have to look better than this person. I have to earn more money than this person. And so we get so lost in these things that we forget about small things. So I always make sure to compliment other people because if I'm feeling good about myself, just me complimenting someone is going to make them feel that good about themselves as well. With me, like it makes me feel better about myself. The fact that I've made someone else feel better about themselves as well. It's like that, you know, counteracting thing because I've made them feel good about themselves. Like that, that makes me feel good. So it won't cost anything. Exactly. <laughs> why be means no reason, you know? If you can help someone else and it helps you at the same time, like why not? So to all our audience who are listening this week, so firstly, thank you for listening to our podcast. Secondly, we would all like to ask you to do something. Um, as we were discussing things that make us feel good, things that make us feel good in our own skin. We all challenge you this week to number one, think about something in your everyday life which makes you feel good. And number two, actively go do that. I mean, we're all in this situation nowadays. We're all in this lockdown. It's all very difficult to us. So let's try and encourage each other to do something nice for our own selves. Just take a little bit of time for self-care and just do something which is going to make you feel good. And we'd love to hear from you about it next week. Let us know what you did that made you feel good.